welcome to the Armchair Strategist, where we meet around the coffee maker every morning and turn anything and everything into a business conversation. Here are the Armchair Strategists, Dr. Kent and Randy. It's Tuesday, it's sunny here in Austin, Texas, and it's another episode of the Armchair Strategists. We like to hang out in armchairs and we like to strategize and we know you do too. That's what we're all about. We like engaging in strategy on it, almost any banal topic. And today is kind of interesting because Randy's going to start talking about crime. Crime. So, you know, everybody knows that I'm from Australia um, and we're a nation of criminals. We're all all (laughs) from the UK to to Australia to... um, I don't know, to pay penance for our crimes of stealing a loaf of bread or... I thought that was true. I thought that was true. Yeah. So we're all... It's, it's actually a, a sign of, uh, of heritage. It's, it's a great heritage if you can actually trace yourself back to a, uh, to a prisoner. Are you serious? It's, it's, it's a serious uh, badge of honor. So, well, and there is a there is a fascination. So I have a fascination, as do most of us, with crime for some odd reason. But today we're going to talk about, um, yeah, one of the worst criminals, right? But he he had a nice little mustache. He did. Um, but before we get to him, and and maybe you guys will work this out. But um, one of Australia's best known and most loved criminals was a guy by the name of Ned Kelly. And one of his exploits was he went to a small town in rural Victoria and he attacked and captured the police station and he tied up the police captain and then he took the police captain's wife to church. What? Yeah, yeah. he then took the police captain's wife to church Um Went to church. He was a very devout Catholic. Went to church. He was a killer and a robber and a bank robber and stagecoach and stealing gold and all that sort of stuff. Um, but he was a gentleman, and he took he took her to church, and then he took her back home and uh, robbed the local bank, and then released the police. So really weird stuff. But you know, Australian folklore is full of these uh, villainous heroes. But America has their own, and today I want to. Nah, talk- we've we've never had any heroes, any uh, villains here. Just you know, no criminals, nothing. No. Well, there's a guy who existed. Just so you know, I mean, most people think of your your criminal class as being um, really nasty, but there's a guy that that lived until uh, from early 1900s through to about 1980. And he was known as the gentleman bank robber. And he made uh, about $2 million, give or take, by robbing banks. Um, He made the uh, FBI's top 10 wanted list. But most importantly, he had this really cool moustache, but he loved disguises. So he would disguise himself as a, a policeman or as a uh, delivery boy, and he would go into banks and he would rob them, um, but he was known as the gentleman bank robber because he never fired a shot, even though he carried his guns in. 
Uh, and if a, if a, a legend has it that if if a lady screamed while he was in the bank, he would just run out and leave the money there. Um, he didn't want to hurt anybody. What a nice guy. So what a nice guy. But he, <laughs> he managed to steal over $2 million. Um, he was captured and he was uh, he escaped from not one, not two, but three prisons. He escaped from Sing Sing. He was the first person to escape from uh, Eastern State Prison. And there was another prison which I can't remember his name on the name of, and he also escaped from that as the only person ever to have escaped from that. So he was interviewed in the mid-50s, I believe, by a journalist in uh, Redlands, California, in Southern California. And to this day, he has been credited with saying something that everybody believes is true. Uh, The reporter asked this guy, and this guy's name is Willie Sutton. So you can look him up, Willie Sutton. He died in 1980. But the reporter asked him, why do you rob banks? And Willie Sutton was reported to have said, because that's where the money is. Now, it turns because, out... That, because that's where the money is. Because that's where the money is. <coughs> Excuse me. But it turns out that he never said that. And it was, a, uh, it was an enterprising reporter that decided that that would be a really great line. And so Willie Sutton to this day is known as the bank robber who robs banks because that's where the money is, which is super interesting and it has major business repercussions as we think about that. Um, But Willie's story is not over. Uh, After he was released from prison in the mid-60s or thereabouts, he actually became... um, a celebrity doing advertisements for a bank who was releasing credit cards. It was the first credit card to have a person's picture on the credit card so it could identify the owner of the credit card. And Willie Sutton was the spokesperson for that credit card. Well, people knew his face from the posters. That's right. People knew his face from the posters. And his tagline was, Willie sent you. Tell them that Willie sent (laughs) you. (laughs) <laughs> You're kidding. Well, so, the amazing thing there is, I mean, we, we've, we're threading together <laughs> almost all of the elements of uh, business. We've got the personal brand. He developed his personal brand by tunneling under buildings and escaping into the arms of the police, uh, yeah. jump, getting over the wall, successfully escaping, getting recaptured. He was in the headlines all the time. This guy was famous, getting his picture everywhere. But then also, he did the hard work, if we think about it. He, yeah. he had to tunnel underneath buildings and, and whatever. And he also did some hard work creating that beautiful little, uh, you know, hairline mustache and, and so on. So he knew, he knew what he was looking like in the media. That's the personal brand part, right? Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting. So if we, if we take the phrase that... Um, he robs banks because that's where the money is. How do we apply that to our, our own thinking? Um, as, as an entrepreneur, uh, for me, it makes more sense to try and sell something to people that have got money. Why would you try and sell something to people who don't? Um, why, would, why would you 
it doesn't make sense. Why would you rob a, a liquor store that's got $10 in the till? When If you're going to rob something, why wouldn't you rob a bank? Willie Stone, unless, unless you're looking for liquor and then go ahead and rob the liquor store of the liquor. <laughs> and then you may not be able to get to the bank if you, right. get, if you drink it. True. But, um, yeah, that, that simple concept of whatever the reporter said or uh, reporter put in his words, it's kind of a beautiful comment, like, it's almost a it's almost a wink, you know. It's like, well, that's what <laughs> when you're out of bank. I mean, that's well, where the money is. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I saw just yesterday. I saw on social media questions, people asking questions like, um, "What's more important, your your client or your result?" And hmm. I, I don't know. You can split that because in when you're in business, the most important thing is to make money. If you're not making money, it's just a hobby. Um, and if you're making money, you got to be going where the money is. So, uh, impact money, it's, it's all the same thing. Um, well, I think we should be clear cause I, both of us have an obsession with results. So I think the, if someone pays to do our program, for example, we want a hundred percent results, kind of like in education where you don't want somebody to fail second grade. You want them all to get through. But it's, is that person devoted? Is that person on board? Are they ready to come, you know, to the bank where the money is to rob it? You know, <laughs> metaphorically, don't go and commit Met crimes. Metaphorically, we're, we're not, <laughs> please, we're not suggesting people become bank robbers. <laughs> we don't want you to be Willie Sutton's. No, yeah, please don't. We don't want you to be Willie Sutton's. But, but you're right. And we want everybody to succeed. But what, is success measured by? Is it measured by money or is it measured by impact? And which of those, you know, one of our other talks, we talked about the difference between impact and money. Um, there's money people, there's impact people. And I'm not sure that you can separate the two. I think the, the linchpin of all of it is, you know, at the, at the front of what we're offering, we always talk about, you know, from expert to thought leader, how people get there from being that subject matter expert to stepping out and saying, I am a thought leader, I believe in it, and for people to follow. And to do that, to go from, you know, $80,000 a year to $80,000 a month. But it's not about the money. It's about the it's impact. About the impact. Yeah. 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 So, um, and because you cannot separate the two, really, um, to, to have impact, you need to have a lot of money flowing through. Um, to generate a lot of money, you need to have a lot of impact. So that's a chicken and egg problem. Um, so in, a, in our program, in the core program, we concentrate on both aspects at the same time. How do you maximise impact? And what does that mean in terms of money? And what it basically means is you, you have to go where the money is, not where the money isn't. Right. And I don't know enough about uh, Willie Sutton to know his circumstance, but I know that the world right now needs people to step out and rob metaphorical banks, right? Like the Robin Hood concept, go help people, go make a difference, mm -hmm. go do something that that will actually have some substantive effect, right? This guy had effect. He was not a great guy. He was a terrible person in a lot of ways, but 
we encourage people to to have that kind of chutzpah and get up and do it, do the hard work, step out front, do the little hairline mustache if that's your thing. And, and when you find yourself in a prison of your own mind uh, with the wrong mindset, you climb over the wall, tunnel out, do whatever you have to do to break out of that, to get away from that imprisonment that you your mindset has has locked you into and go out and find out where the money is and go after it because that's where you're going to find your greatest impact. I have one more good metaphor since we were talking about Willie Sutton before. The funny story of him potentially uh, where people say maybe he snuck out of that Eastern State Prison Mm -hmm. and and walked down the road and got a beer, uh, which turns out probably is not true it seems like he tunneled out of the place and just happened to pop out pop his head out of the ground right next to two policemen uh or he got caught so maybe he should have had a better team you know maybe he should have had a better a slightly better plan in place and so uh failure was not an option for him he kept moving forward he survived he somehow got out of prison even though he's a, a bad person yeah, so he was he was actually sentenced to I can't remember the exact numbers. I think it was like uh, sixty five years plus an additional one hundred and thirty five years because oh, wow. he because he kept breaking out of the prisons. Um, nice, so so two hundred year sentence, yeah. Give or take. And yeah. and then and then he was paroled. <laughs> so, so there was something pretty charming about this guy. He managed to. Uh, managed to escape the confines of, of prisons in multiple different ways. Um, he never let them defeat him. He was always looking for the next thing. Uh, very entrepreneurial mindset, except that he liked robbing banks. Um, so in summary, don't be like Willie Sutton. Don't do bad things. Don't, don't uh, uh, break the law. Do be like Willie Sutton in that, uh look at your environment if you're affecting people adversely if people are screaming don't do that anymore run away (laughs) but if if you're trying to make your own life and the world better uh, do something like willie sutton would have done which is be incredibly um you know uh persistent and continue to dig continue to push forward until you pop your head out of that metaphorical tunnel uh and um Hopefully your team around you will say, hey, watch out, uh, the, the coast isn't clear. You know, wait one more second, and then you can yeah. get away and have that beer. Yeah. So just, just fascinating. I, I, love the, the, I love taking lessons from uh, people that you wouldn't expect to listen to. But uh, Willie Sutton, he's a dead man. And even today, 40 years later, he's giving us advice about how to run our businesses. So we've got this thing called uh, Thought Leader Path, and we've got our core program. And if you want to find out more pretty soon, you can visit us on thoughtleaderpath.com. That's awesome, Kent. And uh, yeah, let's not be like, well, you're working on that mustache there. You've got the whole facial thing going on. I, so I, I can try it. Twirl it. I, I, I've, I've always flirted with the idea of having the wax twirled mustache. I think it's a, nice. 
I, I uh, think it's sort of evil though. Are are there isn't isn't it an evil thing? The thin well, pencil mustaches. I think there's evil. Yeah, attached absolutely. To it. But it's very cool. <laughs> it is very cool. Either that or the mutton chops. Maybe the mutton chops. Well, mutton chops. Now that could be a that could be a subject for another armchair strategist. Nice, nice. My dog says it's about time. See? Okay, that's it. Been great spending a few minutes with you guys, and see you uh, tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to Armchair Strategists. We'll circle back with you soon.